Are you wondering when you'll be rescued? God knows what keeps you up at night, and God has promised to save you from your problems, disappointments, and heartache, but only if you look for Him. You're listening to the podcast version of God's Message magazine, which is the official magazine of the Iglesia Ni Cristo. And today's topic, a worry-free life amidst a tumultuous world. Hurricane Harvey, state of emergency. and dynamic. That's how firefighters are describing the infernos that have now killed Another more than 30 launch. people. This all comes after North Korea's latest nuclear test. To live peacefully and with serenity in this world seems to be next to impossible these days, given the present condition of many people's lives that's characterized by hardship, worry, fear, anxiety, apprehension, and sadness. What with the news of escalating crime rates, of impending economic difficulties, of terrorist attacks and sudden calamities, both natural and man-made, that daily bombard us in the print and electronic media. Indeed, the gloomy condition of life in this world has drawn many people to the opposite ends of the religious spectrum. There are those who have turned to spirituality and have sought refuge in religion as a means of escape from the harsh realities and rigors of daily living. And there are those who have completely shunned religiosity in favor of hedonistic philosophy to enjoy life. Let us eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. In religion, however, there emerged cunning and deceptive preachers who capitalize on the gullibility and vulnerability of people who are caught in the midst of life's difficulties and hardship feeding on these hapless people's desire to get out of and escape from their predicament and life's problems. Realizing full well the psyche of their intended victims, these preachers promise material riches and solutions to their problems and worries, provided, of course, that they also give a portion of their material possession. Not a few of these preachers ask for tithes, or 10% of people's incomes as a contribution to their ministry, notwithstanding the fact that this was a commandment only to the ancient Israelites. It is true that material riches and prosperity may be proofs that one is blessed by God, as there are verses of the Bible that express God's promise of a peaceful life, including prosperity. However, there are also clear indications as to who the intended recipients of such blessings are, who truly has hope for a worry-free and peaceful life. The Bible testifies, God's people will be free from worries and their homes peaceful and safe. That's Isaiah 32.18, today's English version. Those who will live peacefully and safely as they will be free from worries are the people of God. So anyone who claims that he has God's promise of a peaceful and blessed life 
should first prove that he belongs to God's chosen people. It is for them, as the Bible testifies, that such blessing is intended. How, then, can one be counted among God's people so that he may truly have the hope for a peaceful life? Concerning God's people, this is recorded in Deuteronomy 7, verse 6. Do this, because you belong to the Lord your God from all the peoples on earth. He chose you to be his own special people. God chooses his people and acknowledges them as his own. Although all people were created by God, man fell from his grace because of his transgression and has since his, since his fall become alienated from God and considered as his enemy. The Bible points out, Ever since the time of your forefathers, you have turned away from my decrees and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord Almighty. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. At Malachi 3.7, as well as Colossians 1.21, New International Version of the Bible. Thus, a man cannot be of God by simply claiming that he is so he should show proof that he was indeed chosen by God. To be among God's people, it's, it's not a matter of claim, but of God's own choosing or calling. This is true even in the Christian era. As the Apostle Peter points out thus, I quote, But you are the chosen race, the king's priests, the holy nation, God's own people, chosen to proclaim the wonderful acts of God who called you out of darkness into his own marvelous light at one time. You were not God's people, but now you are his people. At one time you did not know God's mercy, but now you have received his mercy. That's 1 Peter 2 verses 9 and 10. The members of the Church of Christ during the time of the Apostles had been at one time not of God, but eventually they became His own when God chose and called them out of darkness into the light. By virtue of their being chosen as God's people, they became recipients of His mercy and blessings. So they did not just claim the blessings for themselves, they had the right and privilege to receive such a blessing because they were God's chosen people. How can we recognize God's people today among the various claimants? What identifies God's chosen people? Which is why not anyone can just claim to be among them. Apostle Paul enlightens us in this regard. Again, I quote, and you also became God's people when you heard the true message, the good news that brought you salvation. You believed in Christ, and God put his stamp of ownership on you by giving you the Holy Spirit he had promised. The Spirit is the guarantee that we shall receive what God has promised his people. 
And this assures us that God will give complete freedom to those who are His. Let us praise His glory. That's Ephesians 1, verses 13 and 14, today's English version, Good News Bible. God's people bear His stamp of ownership, or the seal, which is the Holy Spirit. According to Apostle Paul, they were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise after they heard and believed the word of truth or the gospel, Ephesians 1.13. And so, to be among God's people, one should be sealed with the Holy Spirit by listening and believing in the gospel preached by the messenger of our Lord God. This is God's way of calling people to become his own, as recorded in 2 Thessalonians 2.14. The Church of Christ in these last days, which emerged in 1914 in the Far East, bears God's stamp of ownership. The one who preached about this church had the seal of God as tested to by the prophecy. I quote Revelation 7, 2-3. And I saw another messenger going up from the rising of the sun, having a seal of the living God. And he did cry with a loud voice to the four messengers, to whom it was given to injure the land and the sea, saying, Do not injure the land, nor the sea, nor the trees, till we may seal the servants of our God upon their foreheads. That's Revelation 7, 2-3, Young's Literal Translation. The Church of Christ, or Iglesia Ni Cristo, believes that the prophecy concerning the messenger who would bear the seal of God, or the Holy Spirit, and whose work was to seal the servants of our Lord God, was fulfilled in the person of Brother Felix Y. Manalo. He was God's instrument in preaching his words so that his servants in these last days might receive the Holy Spirit, which is also the guarantee that they are God's own people. Hence, members of the Church of Christ, who are the fruits of the preaching function of Brother Felix Waimanalo, God's messenger in these last days, are very much certain that they are God's own people. And as such, they have the hope of living peacefully in the midst of this troubled world. God promised to shield and protect his people from the worries of this life. However, for them to remain as God's chosen people and keep on enjoying his promise of a peaceful life, they have to comply with the conditions set forth by God for them. Exodus 19.5, I quote, Now, if you will obey me and keep my covenant, you will be my own people. The whole earth is mine, but you will be my own people. Exodus 19.5, today's English version. Obedience to God and keeping his covenant are, therefore, 
necessary for one to remain among God's chosen people. It's not enough, however, to be counted among God's chosen people in order to be assured of his blessings. There may be some who are in God's nation, yet complain that they do not receive his blessings and do not enjoy the promised worry-free life. God has this answer for them. Again, I quote, this time Isaiah 48, verses 17 and 18. I am the Lord your God, the one who wants to teach you for your own good and direct you in the way you should go. If only you had listened to my commands, then blessings would have flowed for you like a stream that never goes dry. Victory would have come to you like the waves that roll on the shore. God's ready and is just too willing to provide what is good for his people. But then again, his blessings will only flow for those who listen and follow his commands. Those who refuse to listen to and obey God, God's biddings, well, cannot expect to receive what God has promised thus. God should not be faulted if there are some who do not receive and enjoy his blessings. They only have themselves to blame. For had they followed God's commands, they would have received his blessings in abundance. This is the key to a peaceful and worry-free life. On the other hand, the Bible describes the life of those who do not follow God's commands and instead continue to live a wicked way of life. Isaiah 57, beginning in verse 20, reads this way. But the wicked are like the troubled sea when it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mire and dirt. There is no peace, says my God, for the wicked. Isaiah 57, 20, 21, New King James Version. The life of the wicked, it's likened to a troubled sea and is not peaceful. The wicked will be filled with worries and anxieties. Many troubles and problems will beset them. No one in his right mind wants to lead a life that is like that of the wicked, a life that is separate from God's blessings. But there is still hope for those who have been entangled in such kind of life. The Bible gives them this advice, I quote, Put away evil and wrong from your home, then face the world again, firm and courageous, then... All your troubles will fade from your memory like floods that are past and remembered no more. Your life will be brighter than sunshine at noon and life's darkest hours will shine like the dawn. You will live secure and full of hope. God will protect you and give you rest. That's Job 11, verses 14 through 18, also the today's English version of the Bible. God gives a chance to his people who do not receive his blessings because of their evil deeds for them. He gives a chance for them to be restored to his loving kindness. If they stop doing evil, God has assured that they will live a peaceful and secure life. 
It is true that material riches can give a person a sense of security, and these may be a measure of God's blessing. However, we should never think that just because one does not possess material wealth or is not well off, he's not being blessed by God, and those who have material riches are the ones who are blessed. The Bible qualifies what kind of wealth is a true blessing from God. I quote, The blessing of the Lord brings wealth, and he adds no trouble to it. That's Proverbs 10.22, New International Version. The true measure, then, of wealth that comes from God as his blessings is that it comes with no trouble added to it. And if ever one is not rich materially, he's still blessed and is not in a pitiful condition as long as God is with him. For God is the true wealth of his faithful servants. I quote from the Bible, Let Almighty God be your gold, and let him be silver piled high for you. Then you will always trust in God and find he is the source of your joy. When you pray, he will answer you, and you will keep the vows you made. You will succeed in all you do, and light will shine on your path. That's Job 22, verses 25 through 28, today's English version. Those who are lacking in material riches but in rich, are rich in their faith should not worry about their life because they have with them the source of all wealth and the provider of all the solutions to all kinds of problems, our Lord God. He will be near to them, and when they pray, he will answer them and will guide them in order for them to succeed in everything they do. God's chosen people can count on his promise that they shall live peacefully in the midst of this troubled world. To find more articles like these, get your copy of God's Message magazine from a member of the Church of Christ. You can also find the podcast version on incmedia.org. Thank you for listening. I'm Brother Bob Pauline. God bless.